Hey everyone, this is going to be a clip from our newest shop floor discussion, a Patreon exclusive. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash workstoppage. If you can't afford to become a patron, jump in the Discord and let us know. Uh, you can message one of us privately and we will give you access. But without further ado, enjoy the clip and solidarity forever. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Colombia, and we've talked about violence in Colombia on the show a few times before, but a recent article in People's Dispatch discussing the ongoing attacks on oppressed people there made it seem like a good idea to set aside some time for a more detailed discussion of it. Yeah, so we talked a lot last year about the violence that happened when there were protests in Colombia, but we didn't really get into the ongoing series of murders, assassinations, disappearances that has been mm -hmm. happening in Colombia for decades now at this point. Like just in the last two months, 33 environmentalists, land defenders, human rights defenders, like Afro-Colombians, indigenous folks, peasants, social leaders, and, and as well as union organizers have been assassinated in the country. Mm -hmm. And over 1,300 people have been murdered by armed groups in the country since just in the last, really the last five years, since the November 2016 peace agreement between the Colombian government and the FARC or the, the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, the Marxist guerrilla group that was basically waging a low-level civil war against the Colombian government for decades. And so at, at the end of 2016, they had, came to a peace agreement to demobilize FARC, to have amnesty for FARC combatants, and to move into a like more within-the-system electoralist process. However, the thing is... <sighs> Since then, the violence from the state and from parastate entities have has only continued. Uh, Colombia was by far the most deadly country in the world for human rights defenders last year, with over 140 killed and targeted assassinations, which is three times as many as the next highest country when you, you track these sorts of things, which was sure, in Mexico. It, it's as many as the next five or six most dangerous countries put together for yeah. these types of organizers. Yeah, yeah. so like Colombia is a huge outlier here. Uh, I mean, and and 140 last year is 40 less than were killed in 2020, where we had over 180 of these, you know, social leaders, defenders of of various oppressed groups within the country. A lot of times, like indigenous peasants, are are, are routinely targeted in this way. Um, and and this is just the specific people who have been targeted for personal assassination, like. There have been hundreds and hundreds of less discriminate attacks, like basically mass shootings in 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 peasant villages or at or at union organizations that are but like literally this is hundreds and hundreds of people specifically targeted by these groups most of the time these are are carried out by groups of armed men either storming into these people's homes uh and executing them there or or taking them away to be you know tortured and disappeared. Uh, and some of these have been more openly brazen, where you'll have these groups of, of gunmen just bursting into community meetings and opening fire on, on the speakers. And these and like this all, of course, I think to most of our listeners, it sound like pretty outrageous stuff for a country that isn't technically at war with anyone right now or in the or in the, the stages of a civil war, especially since the end of the 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 FARC uprising. 
in 2016. And yet these attacks continue and are carried out with basically complete impunity. The, the state, uh, the Colombian government, as we've talked about in the past, which is run by Ivan Duque, who is a very, very far right figure who has long been essentially a puppet of the United States. Uh, he's been supported by, amongst others, Joe Biden for a very long time. And, you know, it's it's the classic thing we see in this when the people who are targeted in these sorts of attacks are members of the working class, members of the peasantry, just various like groups of oppressed folks. And so you get this response. And we see the same thing a lot in the U.S. when we see black people targeted by white supremacist groups, by the police, where we'll hear that, oh, well, we're investigating the killing, but we haven't found anything and nobody gets arrested. Nobody gets convicted. You'll have maybe every once in a while, there will be a particularly brazen one or somebody will actually, you know, fuck up and get caught by regular citizens. But, and, and they'll, they'll have these low level folks who will occasionally go to jail. But the vast majority of these instances, no one is ever held accountable. Uh, and, and just recently, like after on, on February 22nd, there were two peasant leaders who were murdered and the national agrarian coordinator, the, the CNA there, which is, you know, a group, of, uh, it's a peasant organization there condemned the murders as state violence saying, quote, once again, the dirty war of the Colombian state is raging against the peasantry of the CNA. A couple of days ago, on February 18th, the leaders had denounced the police and mayor of San Martin were threatening and harassing the peasant communities that were victims of violence and were acting hand-in-hand with landowner Wilmer Diaz. (laughs) 